This is your host, Brian McDonough, and today marks the 10th episode of the SBR Podcast. On today's show, we will be joined by Joseph Ravert and James Santor. Before we get started and bring on our guests, I want you all to do something for me. For those listeners who went to college or even high school, I want you to think back at a particular activity, whether it be a sport, club, or organization that meant a lot to you. Now imagine if that program was cut while you were in college or high school. How would that make you feel? I know personally, I'd be devastated, especially if I was told that there isn't much you can do to save that club, team, or organization. On today's show, Joseph Ravert and James Santor will be discussing a very similar experience. As alumni and former baseball players at LaSalle University, they recently heard the news that their program will be cut. Like any of you who just took part in that exercise can imagine, this was devastating news to not only Joe and James, but the current players and coaches that make up LaSalle University men's baseball program. I now want to welcome these two LaSalle University baseball alumni to discuss the steps that they have taken to save their proud program. Joseph Ravert and Jabe Santor, welcome to the show. Good, yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for joining. joining. Um, why don't you guys start off by kind of talking about your relationship with LaSalle baseball, if you don't mind, uh, when you played, obviously you both are alumni. How about uh, James, why don't you start first? Honestly, LaSalle was the best four years of my life for, for many reasons, but um, as somebody that was fairly introverted in high school, I was looking for a chance to play college baseball, but didn't have that many choices. And especially being from the area, LaSalle was a perfect opportunity for me to go and, and be able to play the Division One baseball that I'd always dreamed of and also make the best friends and the best relationships I could have ever asked for. So LaSalle means the world to me, and especially LaSalle baseball, because it provided me all the opportunities I needed to be successful in life. And everything I'm able to do now, my job in venture capital is because of high management skills, the perseverance, and all the other types of things you learn as a college athlete. So LaSalle provided me this outlet. LaSalle provided me all the things I have in this world. And I need to make sure that the next generation of athletes has that same thing. Um, and I got to meet Joe, who's been my roommate for the last, what, five years um, through LaSalle. And look, he's he's an amazing guy. And it's pretty awesome that we're able to do this together to try to save something we, we care so much about. Yeah, no, it seems really cool you guys are able to do this together. And it even seems like the team, you know, today is obviously getting involved. Former alumni, network of family and friends. Joe, how about you? Uh, when exactly did you play? What position did you play? And what does the uh, program mean to you? Yeah, uh, same, you know, same time frame as James, um, fall of 2012 to spring of 2016. Um, was able to pitch and play first base um, at LaSalle. And, you know, to me, LaSalle was a place, um, you know, it was the perfect fit. You know, big 5A10 Catholic school close to home, uh, coming from Malvern Prep, you know, getting that Catholic education was big to me. And I grew up, you know, going to big five games, going to A10 games. Um, and, and kind of following all like big five sports and, and big five um, baseball in particular. And, and for me, it was kind of, you know, a perfect match. You know, I was able to, to stay close to home, have the opportunity to, to be a two-way player to pitch and play and play the field. Um, and, and on top of that, I met, you know, incredible people um, got a great business degree from, from the LaSalle business school. Um, so for that and, and the friends I have that, you know, are lifelong friends, I'm eternally grateful and it would have been possible without the opportunities that were presented at LaSalle. Yeah, no, that's 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 great. And it seems like this news just kind of came out of nowhere. 
Um, I saw a comment your coach made. Um, you guys just kind of, the news came out, obviously with COVID, there's a bunch of college programs that are being cut all around the nation. Uh, what was your first kind of thought that hit your head right away? Obviously, negative news. But what was going through your mind when you heard the news? We got an email. It was in the middle of a work day on like a Monday or a Tuesday. We were pretty, I think it was Tuesday, James. Yeah. We were, I mean, I was working here and James was working upstairs and I went up and like banged on his door. He's like, I want to call. I'm like, hey, check your phone. And like, check your phone. Because uh, I'd sent like a, a blasted text out like, wow, let's see, I'll just cut baseball. And honestly, it's like something like something just gets pulled right out of you. Like it's, a, it's, it's, you know, part of our identity. It's part of who we are, you know, and it's just completely erased, you know, from our past. Um you know, going forward, you know, we want our kids to go to LaSalle baseball games. I'm like, oh, LaSalle doesn't even have a team anymore. Um, so that was kind of like the first thing I thought of. Like, wow, this is, you know, this is kind of sad. Uh, and I'll kind of flip it over to James for, for his initial reaction. Yeah, so Joe, uh, Joe knocked on my door. He told me to check my phone and immediately I knew something was up. So I was really nervous. I didn't know if it was something that was, you know, death or if somebody was sick or something like that. And honestly... Finding out that the program was cut gave me that same feeling of finding out that there was a death in the family or that there was somebody that was really sick. It was one of those feelings like, I cannot believe this is happening. It is such a big part of our lives, such a big part of our identities. And the thought of even having that taken away where we can be proud of playing for the South Baseball because it doesn't exist anymore was something I never even really had to think about. Obviously, we'd always had a thought of, you know, hey, college sports are struggling. Current economic climate isn't, uh, you know, good for small private institutions. But the first thing that, you know, I think I thought of and I know Joe thought of as well is what are we going to do? You know, we're not going to sit back. We're not going to let this just happen. We need to at least put our best foot forward to you know, help save the program that honestly, I would say this, LaSalle baseball saved me. Like, I have no idea where I'd be right now without it. Um, and that's the, the, the truest statement I can possibly say. Like, I, I honestly don't know where I'd be without LaSalle baseball. So we immediately got to work. We started a town hall with as many alumni and people that cared about the cause as possible on, uh, I guess it was last two Wednesday nights ago. Um, and we had 60 plus people on there that all cared about this program so much and all wanted to put their input of how they can help save the cause. And I think that was really the start of this is where we started brainstorming. We started thinking about, Hey, you know what? There's a lot of people that care about this. What's the next step? How can we get this out there to more people to care about this cause? And what can we actually do to save the program? So that town hall was really a kickstarted all this. And from there, it, it was honestly off to the races and, and everybody that's helped out and reached out and reshared and retweeted things is all part of this. And, and again, now we have this entire community of people that care so much about LaSalle baseball that they want to see it back. And it's not just LaSalle baseball, it's LaSalle and LaSalle athletics as a whole. So this is really a movement and it's uh, it's been really, really exciting. And I know all the players currently on that team, it means the world to them. Uh, so that that's what that's what this is all about, is again, creating those future explorers so they can have the same experience we did. Yeah, so text max messages start flying around. You know, you guys have a couple meetings. Um, I know that anytime I post about LaSalle baseball on my Twitter, random people just interact with my tweet that I don't even know any who they are, but obviously tons of impressions. It's also great too, because it's just, it's kind of cool from my perspective. My, you know, my dad played LaSalle tennis and unfortunately that program was cut. Um, I visited LaSalle in high school, um, checked out the baseball program, was really impressed with the coach back then, the facilities, just everything. Um, you can see what it means to just the two of you here and uh, the whole LaSalle community and the current players. Um, the past week has been crazy from my perspective, just kind of watching social media, monitoring Twitter, Instagram. And even if, you know, you follow um, Dave Portnoy, if you follow, you have 
Barstool Sports. Talk about that experience a little bit. Yeah, so I'll just kind of kick it off. So part of our brainstorming, um, not only on that town hall, but a lot of it's been informally just between James and I since we do live together. We just kind of were like brainstorming, like who we should reach out to. And like, I was like, oh, like, what do we reach? What if we reach out to like Big Cat? And James was like, yeah, you know, like I was thinking about reaching out to Barcelona too. Like, it's a good idea. We have nothing to lose. Next thing you know, he throws up the tweet to even a bump big cat. I wasn't even going to go for Prez, but James was about, let's go for Prez. Uh, and then I'll kind of like let James run with it from there. It's kind of his story to tell. Yeah, it's one of those things, again, you know, I've, obviously I was lucky enough to be on the podcast. Before we're talking about what I do at 76 Capital, but a big piece of what we do is invest in sports betting. And, you know, being a Barstool fan um, from the start and also understanding what they've been able to do with their Barstool sports book on Pennsylvania, I thought there was a perfect opportunity to bring them into the, into the mix here. And given their demographic, given their audience, and, and given what we need people to care about and how we can get them to care about it, Barstool made the most sense. Um, obviously, some people aren't thrilled that we use Barstool, but look, we're only trying to make positive things happen here, and I think that's what we've been able to do. Um, so cultivating that positivity through Barstool is a really big piece of this. But you know, I reached out to Portnoy because you know, everybody knows who Dave Portnoy is. He's a very polarizing figure. And I want to make it fun. So saying that we can name the field after him, kind of making the funny tweets and memes, things like that, it's kind of an easy way to approach it. And made people actually think it was funny and care about it. And if we look at it from the perspective that Portnoy is new to Philly, he loves the city, he's the, the so-called king of Philly. And there's a baseball program in need that really could use somebody like him, like his help. It was a perfect, it was a perfect storm. So again, I just put the tweet out there. It was one of those things. I just wrote it. I sent it. And next thing I know, it kind of went a little viral. Um, and again, virality is all luck. You have to have the right people engage with it. The right people see it. And, and honestly, we got extremely lucky with the way it worked out, but he was in right away. As soon as he sent that tweet back to me and at that point, it was kind of a scramble trying to find out how to actually get in touch with him to figure out the ways to save the program. And luckily, um, I believe it was Patrick Gordon from uh, Philadelphia Baseball Review sent me a, a DM on Twitter and said, hey, here's Portnoy's email. Email him. So I, I shot him an email kind of outlining what we need to do, how I think we could do it using Barstool. And this is, and I want to make sure this is clear. We've never asked them for money. You know, we never thought or asked them for money because that's just not how this is going to work. Like this is a bigger this is bigger than just getting, you know, a few million dollars or a few hundred thousand dollars. This is this is for the greater good of LaSalle. Um, so we wanted uh, Barcelona to help with the publicity aspect. And that's what, you know, obviously the pizza review that happened the other day, that's what it helped to do. Now, over 1.5 million people understand the cause. They've seen the cause. They know what they can do to help. And and that's what we want. And people really do care about and know about LaSalle more, way more than they did last week. Yeah. It's LaSalle baseball. It's other college programs. It's raising awareness for what's going on right now with COVID and just the surrounding financial impacts on collegiate sports and college campuses. Uh, that being said, I know you guys kind of mentioned, I actually saw his pizza review most recently. He was even repping an Explorer shirt on the pizza review, which is pretty sweet to see. So it goes beyond just the last episode. You can see he kind of cares, you know, he's getting involved now. Um, that being said, administration wise, athletic director, uh, are you, you guys have any plans there? You know, would they be willing to listen to us? How, you know, would we ultimately want to speak to them about the decision, ways that we can bring the program back, ways that we can improve the athletic department, and ways that we ultimately, and this is our end goal, to improve uh, the entire university. You know, we're out to improve the university, not only for the student athletes, but the entire student population. Um, and we feel that 
what we have in place right now, we can do that. You know, um, James, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is we want to make Osaya look good here. We want to work with them. We have no ill will. We understand the financial situation, understand the situation in general. And we really want to make the school a better place for everybody. Uh, and that's inclusive of every single person on that campus, every team, every faculty member, literally everybody. So we want to work with them. We don't want to work against them. Everything we've done to this point has, again, been positive. We want to make sure that, again, that's very clear. Um, but we have been speaking with the right people uh, at, and the higher-ups at LaSalle to make sure that they want to hear us out. They get us a chance to share our business plan, which it is a business plan. It isn't just a bunch of stuff thrown together and, and hope here. It is a way to bring us out revenue uh, and generate revenue that they haven't been able to generate before. And also not just say baseball, but say the other programs as well. So trying to go for the greater good of LaSalle here, um, as opposed to just trying to be selfish and save the baseball team. And again, we have gotten in touch with the right people. Our voices are starting to be heard. And I think a lot of that can be attributed to the success we've had on the the social media side. So we just got to keep, keep continuing with that. And, and look, we have some great guys working behind the scenes with us, uh, Kevin McGowan and, uh, and our other buddy, Drew, who's kind of, he's, he's cooking up the videos behind the scenes that you know, we, got, we got a lot of love for that last week. So we're excited for part two to come out soon, but really talented guys. They're working really hard behind the scenes to help us out here. So um, we have a lot of good stuff coming. And again, we just got to keep it rolling. So people really still continue to care about this. And uh, there's a lot more coming besides that as well. So as far as, you know, anyone who wants to get involved, people who've been maybe affected by their former college program or current college program getting cut, how do they get involved? How do they help save LaSalle baseball uh, for those who want to make a difference in the community? Maybe not just in Philly, but nationwide. Yeah, reshare, retweet, uh, continue to spread the good word about what we're trying to do. And also, if you're somebody that is a business person that wants to help out, has an idea of ways we can help save this program and the other programs, please reach out to us. We've had That's how we've had success on that side of things as people reaching out that have seen what we're doing and think that there's ways they can help. So that's the type of stuff that's going to help us create this business plan. That's going to make it be effective in uh, saving these programs. And and we appreciate everybody that's done anything to help interact with our cause and uh, and everybody that's reached out to help us here. So uh, again, this next few weeks are going to be a lot for us. You know, we we both have full-time jobs. We're we're both kind of doing this on the side, but we actually operate like a business. This is really take this seriously. Um, you know, there's so many different approaches I get to take and so many different things to think about that this isn't just like a, hey, let's go do this, have fun with it, and then hope for the best. We, we really try to be um, proactive in understanding the results of everything we do and making sure that we have the next steps planned ahead. So, um, you know, everything we're doing is for a reason. So we're excited for the next steps. And we have some really good stuff coming this week to really continue to, to grow this, uh, this new brand we have, I'd say, of, of Save Without Baseball. Yeah. So before we kind of part ways here, how can they reach out to you two directly or maybe anyone else who's involved in the cause now? Um, email address, Twitter, what's the best way to reach you? Yeah. I mean, they can um, DM our Instagram account, uh, you know, at James on Twitter or direct message James on Twitter at James Santor. Um, you know, that would be a good way to get in touch with us. And then, you know, we, we are actively, I mean, obviously James, monitors his own personal Twitter account, but we obviously are actively monitoring our Instagram account as well. And like James has said, the avenues that our social media presence has opened up to have been, um, you know, what is going to ultimately make this possible and what makes us incredibly hopeful as well. Awesome. Well, uh, Joe Ravert and James Santor, thanks for joining us today. And, uh, you know, I'm going to continue to follow the uh, effort here to save LaSalle baseball. I'll share what I can do. Um, I'll help, you know, where I can help. Um, and I think that our listeners will definitely hopefully step up and kind of lend you guys a helping hand as well. Thanks, 
Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. No problem, guys. Once again, that was Joseph Raver and James Santor, proud alumni of LaSalle University. If you have any interest in helping Joe and James in their efforts to save LaSalle baseball, please check out their Instagram page at Save LaSalle Baseball. And feel free to follow either one of them on Twitter. Joseph Ravert's handle being at That's So Ravert and James Santor at James Santor. Like always, if you enjoyed today's episode of the SBR podcast, please follow me on Twitter at SBR underscore podcast. I am also on Instagram at the same handle, SBR underscore podcast. And if you feel the need to provide any further feedback, please visit www.sportsbusinessreview.com, the official home of the SBR podcast. We are now also on Facebook and YouTube at Sports Business Review. Once again, my name is Brian McDonough and have a great week, everyone.